The Claude 3 model family by Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. Haiku is lightning fast and cost-effective. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Learn more at anthropic.com slash Claude. Welcome to Tech News Briefing. It's Thursday, February 22nd. I'm Alex Osola for The Wall Street Journal. Coming up on today's show... Have you noticed that sometimes the top result for your Google search isn't always reliable? We'll hear from WSJ personal tech columnist Nicole Nguyen about what's going on and how you can avoid misleading clickbait. And then, on X, owner Elon Musk has been making posts that some see as pro-Russia, accusations that he calls absurd. We'll find out why that's raising concerns about Musk's companies and the social media platform's role in the upcoming U.S. presidential election from WSJ columnist Tim Higgins. But first, these days, when you're searching for something on Google, sometimes the first result isn't your best bet. Those links can be full of wrong information, or worse, lead you right into a scam. WSJ personal tech columnist Nicole Nguyen joins us now with more on what to look out for while you're searching. Nicole, lately on Google, I've gotten some results that have steered me in the wrong direction. What is going on here? Yeah, you're not alone. Google search results have been a little squirrely lately for some categories, and that can be attributed to a variety of factors. But the biggest factor is probably that generative AI makes creating content much easier And spammers and scammers are now using these kinds of chatbots to create more kinds of content than ever and are flooding search results in order to get people to click on websites and direct traffic to their websites so they can eventually make money. Can you give me an example of how you've encountered some of these spammers and scammers? Yeah. So for example, I wanted to change the Google account that opens when I open Gmail. So I searched how to change default Google account. And a featured snippet came up, which is a block of highlighted text that shows up at the top of search results. And it's supposed to be a very useful feature. And typically it is. But in this case, the source of the content was a LinkedIn post. And I thought that was pretty interesting. So I clicked through And the LinkedIn post was by this woman. Her name was Morgan Mitchell. She apparently was a content manager at Adobe. And she had written this very search-optimized post about how to change her default Google account. And it would have seemed ordinary, except that it had a number in it that wasn't associated with either Google or Adobe So then I looked at her profile and it looked like she had written over a hundred of these kinds of posts and just doing a little bit of digging, it became clear that this person may not be real. So I reached out to Adobe and in fact, she was not real. How has Google responded? Since generative AI chatbots have become available, Google has been trying to fight this problem. And recently they clarified that AI created content is not against its rules if the quality is high enough. What are some red flags to look for to protect yourself potentially from spam? I would say beware the top results. Trust but verify. So um, you can certainly read whatever featured snippet Google is delivering to you, but 
check the source. If the source is not an official company source, or if you're looking at what are some flu symptoms and the source is not the CDC, then click through to the domain to see whether or not that person is an expert or an authority. And if not, do some more clicking. And potentially the top result may have been a spammer or scammer who have paid their way into that first top slot via advertising. So look carefully when you search something to see whether or not it's an ad, a sponsored result, a featured snippet, and look at the domain carefully. That was our personal tech columnist, Nicole Nguyen. Coming up, why are some people worried that Elon Musk is pro-Russia? That's after the break. The Claude 3 model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point on the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed, and Haiku is the fastest and lowest cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who trust Anthropic to keep them at the frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude today. Most Americans know Elon Musk as the person in charge of companies like Tesla and SpaceX, companies that have helped make him one of the richest men in the world. He's not exactly known as someone who keeps his views to himself. But in recent months, Musk's commentary has led some people to accuse him of having a pro-Russia stance and being an apologist for Russian President Vladimir Putin. Musk has called these accusations absurd, but his comments are raising questions about how X will be used in the upcoming U.S. presidential election. WSJ columnist Tim Higgins joins me now with more. Tim, how have these questions about Musk and his relationship with Russian President Vladimir Putin come up? Well, it, it's come up a number of ways. Since the the war in Ukraine, Elon has uh, increasingly been more vocal ab about that conflict. First, he was seen as a hero uh, because his Starlink, uh, his satellite communication system, was helpful in that effort. But then as time went on, he started making comments publicly, often on X, that were seen as very pro-Russia. And that drew criticism from the people in Washington, D.C. and in Ukraine. And so that's kind of the background of, that we started to see in, in late 2022. But then you flash forward to now, and there seems to be a totality of Russia touch points between Musk and his world and, and what's going on. And that has raised concerns among people. And those kind of touch points include the recent revelation that Starlink is also being used by Russia, though Musk says he wasn't aware of any of those terminals being sold in Russia. And then you also you look at X, the platform itself, and there's concerns among some disinformation experts about how that platform is being used by Russia to stir the disinformation that reminds some of the 2016 presidential election cycle. And then Musk recently using his First Amendment right to speak out against the idea of the U.S. sending more aid to Ukraine. Who are some of those people who are concerned? We've seen commentary from people in Washington, from close observers of Musk, lots of people on X platform praising Musk for speaking out against something, but then also those worrying 
One of the things that's disconcerting to people is how Musk operates in the U.S. versus how he operates globally. In the U.S., he is very defiant, prone to speaking out and pushing back against just about everybody from President Biden to rivals to regulators. Uh, But when you look at how he operates in places that don't have the same kind of freedoms, um, that have more autocratic uh, regimes, um, he seems to be more deferent. And places like Russia and China, uh, you see him biting his tongue oftentimes. And in the, his recent commentary about how Putin isn't going to lose in the Ukraine just comes at, at odds with his personality of pushing back against powerful people here in the U.S. Besides the seemingly pro-Russian things that Musk has said on X and elsewhere, what do we actually know about the relationship between Putin and Musk? A couple of years ago, there was the claim that Musk was being used as a way of delivering a message to the West, that Putin has a history of tapping into the egos of big men and sending messages to the West. Musk at the time had talked about how he hadn't talked directly with Putin in many months, and that was just about space. And so he kind of took issue with the suggestion that he was a conduit. But one of the things that kind of led to that claim was that What he was talking about at the time, he was floating a potential idea for peace between the Ukraine and and Russia. The details of it were very specific and very pro-Russian, that it raised a lot of concern or suggestion that it had to have come directly from Russia. Yeah, what has Musk said about the sort of most recent wave of concerns, allegations of his relationship with Russia? Well, he says it's absurd, the idea that he's an apologist for Putin. Uh, And he argues that he probably has done more than anyone to undermine Russia, whether it's through SpaceX getting into the business of launching stuff into outer space, which undercut the Russian space program, or Starlink. I want to talk about the impacts on X and how a pro-Russia stance could play out. The European Commission has opened an investigation into X. Can you tell me what's behind that and how does that relate to the question of Russia's influence? Well, the European Commission is very concerned about the idea of Russia influencing a whole spat of elections that are coming this year. The EU has passed sweeping online content legislation that gives them new teeth to go after these companies in a way that we haven't seen before. And that went into effect last year. And X is the first company to be tested uh, by that new law. And it, it comes out of Some of the concerns about how the company was policing content at the start of the uh, Israel-Hamas war. And that could have implications for the upcoming presidential election in the U.S. this year, right? Absolutely. Disinformation experts see some of the activity on X and wonder aloud if this might be a a test run for uh, things that could happen uh, later this year. That was our columnist Tim Higgins. And that's it for Tech News Briefing. Today's show was produced by Julie Chang with supervising producer Catherine Millsop. I'm Alex Zosala for The Wall Street Journal. We'll be back this afternoon with TNB Tech Minute. Thanks for listening. The Claude 3 model family by Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. Haiku is lightning fast and cost-effective. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Learn more at anthropic.com slash Claude.